Hello and welcome to a special secret, not so secret, probably told you about it prior to you listening to it, how else would you know, Christmas edition of Theatre of the World. Hooray! With Man Bites God, I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. We just thought we'd we'd do an extra bit. A special episode. Yes. Yes. It's a company for the holidays. Yeah. Remember when the office, the British, the the UK office, mm. yeah. Ricky Gervais just went, you know, it's Christmas time, I'll just do another couple episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We're only doing one episode, though. Yeah, we'll only do one. And unless, you, unless we talk for a long time, we just split it up into, like, a series. It won't be as popular. <laughs> the intro's l- run out of steam. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm. I, I had nothing. So. Yes, welcome to the saddest Christmas on earth with your old pals, Man Bites God. We've barricaded ourselves in a tiny Christmasless shack. It's a grotto. Yeah, <laughs> in the woods, and we have guns. Jesus. Just in case. Just in case. You hear that CSI? Santa is real. It's guns in the grotto. Yeah. It's going to. <laughs> We uh, uh, haven't done this for a while and so we've forgotten how it goes, but a very vague memory is telling me that we usually start an episode of Theatre of the World with Fact Bombs. Should we sing the theme song? Yeah, Yeah, of course we should. Fact Bomb, Fact Bomb, Mark's got a Fact Bomb. Christmas edition. Christmas Fact Bombs. In the Czech Republic, they enjoy a Christmas dinner of fish, soup, eggs, and carp. Mm. If the number of people at the table is not even, the person without a partner will die next year. <laughs> it's pleasant, isn't it? Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I like it because it's a prophecy. Yeah. It really is a prophecy. And what it, what it does is ruin two Christmases. Yeah. yeah. That's right. For one person. At least one person. Yep. Electric Christmas tree lights were invented in 1882 by Edward Johnson, an American. Well, actually, they were invented in 1881, but he didn't get them untangled in time. <laughs> and then he realised one bulb was blown, so none of them worked. Well, where would you buy a new globe <laughs> well, in 1881? <laughs> you had to wait a hundred years for Walmart to open. And when it did, it was sold out. We got a, uh, we got a little uh, little drum kit. For that one, I like it. I didn't know that, and I will share that with people when I crack a cracker at the table for lunch. <laughs> Don't crack a cracker at the table for lunch, please. Uh, <laughs> it's just like beating up a redneck. Yep. <laughs> in Iceland, instead of Santa, they have thirteen different elves known as Yule Lads that live in the mountains and come down one by one every night from December twelve. As well as leaving gifts, they each have their own special trait. And I have I have a list of them here. Oh, good. I'm not I'm not going to attempt to read the Icelandic name, um, but there are some Icelandic words in their descriptions that okay. I will surely mispronounce. Uh, the first one is called Sheepcoat Clod. He harasses sheep, <laughs> but it's not all beer and skittles for him because no. he's impaired by his stiff peg legs. Me. There's <laughs> oh dear. He's a, he's a sheep warrior. Yes, that's his power. She- yes, what right. A, what a terrific. Holiday spirit. Can I say, and he's your opener. Yeah. Wow, Christmas is here, December 12th, he's there harassing your sheep. Does that sheep look worried? Well, it's Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) 
then there's Gully Gork. <laughs> he hides in gullies, waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. I mean, they're so awful. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a weird uh, connection to the birth of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> then there's Stubby. He, oddly enough, is abnormally short and steals pans to eat the crust left on them. <laughs> okay. Then there's Spoon Licker. Hey. Jesus Christ. He steals a something unpronounceable, which is a type of wooden spoon to lick. He's extremely thin due to malnutrition. A lot of these elf problems could be solved by just buying these people a fucking feed. Well, why are they giving out presents if they're so malnourished and they need to <laughs> yeah, that's true. stealing they be pans on eBay. to lick? Just feed the elf, buy them some milk and a, an all-purpose sheep to worry. Because then there's this next one, this pot scraper who steals <laughs> leftovers from pots. <laughs> then there's bowl licker who hides under beds, waiting for someone yeah. to put down their uh, bowl. Then he steals them. Who eats in bed, Mark? Well, well, who eats a bowl of something in bed, like a stew? Icelandic people, I guess. It's more yeah, gonna, it's cold. It's going to be a chamber pot, isn't it? It's mm. going. He's going to. He's a urine licker, what a, isn't what he? A pervert. He They're should- all perverts. And then there's door slammer. <laughs> what do you reckon he does? Where did these come from? Where did these traditions arise? Oh, someone, someone, some short homeless person went around slamming doors. Yeah, and, and stealing food. <laughs> Then there's a skier gobbler, who's a Yule lad with an affinity for skier. I don't know what skier is. Well, neither. Uh, skiing? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> he likes skiing. Of course he is. Skier, skiers, I think, are deers that can ski. Ah, yeah. Instead of hooves, they have tiny contracts with <laughs> skiing teams. Then there's, uh, then there's Sausage Swiper. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> And he hides in rafters to snatch sausages that are being smoked. Yeah. It also, to me, it really is. You know what it is? It's like the uh, uh, Icelandic equivalent of the Hamburglar. Yeah. Like, just keep your eyes on your fries, kids, and your sausages and your goats and your and sheep your and your doors and, and, your, yeah. and your piss pots. And your, yes. Then there's, then there's doorway sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> What does doorway sniffer do? He has an abnormally large nose, don't you know? And an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate Laufenbrau. And, and doorways. And doorways. <laughs> like, I don't know why he's he sniffing the through, doorway. He can walk through a dark I don't know house. what Laufenbrau is. Wouldn't his natural enemy be the, the dwarf that runs around smashing the doors? Yeah. yeah. Like, wouldn't he, and, on more than one occasion, have his gigantic schnoz caught in a door that was being slammed by the elf whose superpower it is to slam doors. But also oh, possibly right. the sausage slapper might come around and slap his nose. Is it sausage slapper? <laughs> Swiper. Right. Swiper. I didn't think yeah, it was yeah, the right. sausage slapper is different. Yeah, right. Then there's a gentleman called Meat Hook. <laughs> <laughs> he has a hook and yeah. uses it to steal meat. Right, right. Sounds like a Christmas metal band. <laughs> yeah. Or a gay club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd tell you who'd be at the gay car- club. That's uh, a sausage swiper. <laughs> uh, there's window peeper. Oh God! He's a voyeur who lo- who would look through windows in which in search of things to steal, but only food, but not sausages or bowls. No, covered. Um, and then there's candle stealer who follows children yes. in order to steal their candles. Mm. Yeah. Um, Luckily, everyone's got iPhones now, so yeah. well, no they just use the, the candle, torch on that. Yeah. Well, shouldn't he come at birthdays? Who lights <laughs> Who lights a lot of candles at Christmas? I mean, maybe some candles. Jewish people. Yeah, Jewish people. All right. I think there's candles in Kwanzaa as well. 
Kwanzaa, isn't that that holiday that no one understands? Yeah. Right? It's not on Wikipedia. <laughs> it was, actually. <laughs> ah, Fact Bombs. There's a special holiday extended edition of Fact Bombs. That was lovely and strange. Can I just say, um, just as a little insight to the preparation that goes on behind this show, I arrived at um, Theatre of the World Studios today to find Mark... Printing Wikipedia. <laughs> wait, 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 guys, guys, guys. I have to print out Wikipedia. And then Ooh. I highlight the funny bits. It was a long printing process. We had to go out for more paper. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It's so much fun when you shop downtown. Big selection, big savings, baby, the whole year round. Nothing else thrills me like a downtown shopping spree. Spoilers. Yeah. Santa isn't real. What? Oh, no. Sorry, kids who are listening to this. Who the fuck? Kids would be listening. Kids should not be listening. Don't be listening. I mean, I hate Christmas. I hate it. And everyone's all like, you know, oh, don't be so fucking mean-spirited and down about things. I'm not mean-spirited. I'm not down. I don't like Christmas uh, in the same way that a lot of people don't like peas. Mm. I also don't like peas. I like peas. I don't like Christmas. I don't like Christmas because it's silly and- it's a lie. The whole thing is founded on lying to children. Think about that. Really think about that. The whole holiday is predicated on lying to children. L- like building up this insane reality that can only disappoint them. It's like you use Christmas to try and make children stupid. Because if they buy this, then they'll buy Jesus and politics and going to work and mm. taxes and all the other illusions that our society is predicated on. Yes. Get me so pop. The, the Sandra is kind of an analogy for God and Jesus. But what that also means is that um, you're suggesting that God is a person that doesn't exist but is very generous. Yeah. You know, mm. that's, that's it. It's not a very good analogy. I wrote this down. This is just one sentence on my thoughts on yeah. that. I wrote... One Christmas, I found out that there was no Jesus, and it had been my parents performing all those miracles the whole time. <laughs> if you saw Santa without yeah. his clothes, <laughs> let me rephrase. If you saw Santa uh, uh, in just normal everyday clothes, yeah, you'd just think homeless, dude. I saw him the mm. other day. He was driving a van. <laughs> You just think homeless dude who likes giving kids things. It's creepy. And again, it's the other thing. Parents around the world encouraging their children to take presents from an unseen male, old, bearded stranger. Home invader. It's crazy. (laughs) It's like Halloween. Halloween's another holiday where you literally tell your kids 364 days of the year. Don't take candy from strangers. 365th day of the year, only take candy from strangers. Actively seek strangers to take candy from. And could you dress in a cute outfit while you're yeah. doing it? So I thought uh, as, a, as a topic, yes. uh, I, would, I would talk about when I first lost the faith, when I first learned Santa wasn't real. Uh, and this is a true story. I was 24. Jo- <laughs> uh, no, it's not true. I can't remember how old I was. I was, I was young, obviously. I, I love Star Wars. Uh, very popular when I was a lad. And I had uh, 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 an original Kenner figure of Luke Skywalker dressed in his X-Wing fighter outfit. And I really wanted an X-Wing fighter to put Luke in and then he could blow up the Death Star in my brain. And I didn't ask my parents for the X-Wing fighter. Mm. I didn't ask any relatives. 
I didn't tell mm. any of my friends. I asked Santa. Yep. Mm. I think a letter or something. I don't know how I asked. I remember being so sure that I was going to get an X-Wing fighter for Christmas. So sure that I fell asleep the night before Christmas with my Luke Skywalker sitting next to me. And I remember this distinctly. I said to him before I fell asleep, I said, in the morning, you're going to get an X-Wing fighter. <laughs> and I woke up the next morning and I ran out to the, to the lounge and there were presents and there was, you know, evidence of Santa. But no, nothing, no, no X-Wing fighter. And instead, I got a tiny tape player. Yeah. And this is how sad it was. <laughs> I look it was, that's a great gift. It is. In those days, no CDs, no nothing. So I and tape and I was a, uh, obviously a big music fan. So that's actually a pretty stand-up present. Awesome. Mm. And so I took the boombox thing, little transistor radio tape player thing back to my room and I very solemnly opened the little ejecty, put the tape in bit and I put Luke Skywalker <laughs> into the tape. And he couldn't go all the way, but he stuck out a bit. But And then I very solemnly flew the transistor oh. tape recorder around my room and uh, it wasn't the same. <laughs> but that's... that's that's so sad. What kind of fucking society are we living in where literally that heartbreak is on the horizon for every fucking child oh. in, you know, the, the Western world? What kind of crazy fuck off thing is that where we go, you know what? Children are the privileged. And look, you know, I had food. I had parents. I was a very lucky kid. Uh, 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 no problems with there. So what? This is just this random introduction of horror and well, this is what it's like, man. This thing that we told you about is a lie. Everything yeah. you know is a lie. It's the Matrix. It's the blue pill. It prepares you for life. That's right. Terrifying. Just ready to be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, when I discovered, and and frankly, I found out about Santa about five years before I actually admitted it to anybody for fear that presence would stop as soon yeah. as I admitted that smart, I was... Smart move. You know, Again, that's it. it teaches you kids to be horribly cynical. Yeah. Here you go. Um, is, uh, I was playing in my in my backyard one day, and I have no idea how old I was. Maybe I was six or seven, and I was playing in my backyard, and the kid next door, who I was good, good friends with, poked his head through a, a crack in the fence and... And beckoned me over. <laughs> like, it was oh. like I was receiving a secret delivery. It's a and sausage slapper. <laughs> a doorway sniffer. <laughs> he's beckoned me over and he's gone, oh, I just. <laughs> How old was this kid? How old was this kid, Chris? What was that sound effect? Gone, to get you in his gone. 40s? Does he drive a van? <laughs> oh, he had a moustache. Yeah. Uh, he's gone. In a jar. I just, uh, I just found out. I just found out that Santa isn't real. My sister told me. Santa's not real. And I've gone, what? And he's gone, yeah, it's my dad. And I've gone, oh. And I've looked over the fence <laughs> and there there was Shane's dad <laughs> laid out. like He was just a big bogan guy <laughs> laid out asleep in the sun. And I went, oh, sh- 
shit, that's that's Santa. And <laughs> and from that point, it took so me a little, it actually it actually took me a little while to realize that. It was everybody's. Shane's dad was yeah right. Yeah. It wasn't just Shane's dad. Yeah, yeah. Shane's dad wasn't <laughs> it was like everybody's dad. Uh, this is this is where Santa is living in disguise you live next, next to my Santa. house. And no wonder I get the presents early, you know. And um, can I just say it's just as well Shane told you because you sound like a dumb kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was uh, it was a big surprise to me, and then I had to keep it a secret for a long time. And I'm not kidding. I think I was like I held on until I was in high school. Like <laughs> oh, it, was, no, it was like. It was unspoken. I just went, I can't. I mean, really. Santa is the extra presence, right? So, as soon as I know that, you know, that's, yeah, that was my disappointment. I don't don't sort of really remember when I kind of found out about it. But, I mean, one thing I was thinking about, Chris, is... Mm-hmm. Did you did you think when you were a child we've already established that you yeah. were, you were dim as yeah. a child? <laughs> but did yeah. you think for a while yeah. that Christmas was just a holiday for you because it had your name in it? Ah, oh, well, that's it's interesting because I remember that's... I remember I was I was quite young and the um the police came to my kindergarten <laughs> so, <laughs> sausage slapper some sort of incident possibly some door door jerker or whatever. And uh, and we were all given a souvenir of the occasion, um, uh, and uh, and it was a bookmark, and it had the words. <laughs> it was a writ. It had the words bookmark right. written on it, and I assumed they were personalised. Brilliant. Because yeah. it had my name on it. Brilliant. Yeah, it was the police, so they'd come to bookmark. Police. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no, I didn't think it was just for me. Um, however, because I understood that, uh, you know, I was at school and lots of other kids obviously celebrated it. But um, what I did discover just, later on is... You just thought you were really popular. It's a pretty weird experience when you... Uh, later on when I would go to some awful place like Chadston Shopping Centre to do Christmas shopping, is everybody saying Christmas and Christmas is everywhere mm. that... You just sort of hear whispers where you think people are calling your name, and you go, "What? Ah, oh, that's not me." Um, I have a, I have a Christmas story. Yeah. yeah, you should tell your Christmas story. I would like to tell my Christmas story if I may. Um, Mark, when we're uh, uh, cutting this, um, if we could put some um, sort of Christmas story friendly holiday music sure. under yeah. it, and can we all have a glass of eggnog? Yes. Of egg yes. <clears throat> a Christmas story. "'Twas the night before Christmas, and Santa had tripped and fallen from his sled and onto the roof of a house whilst delivering presents to the Jones family. He had dutifully filled in an incident report and taken himself to see his treating doctor, who had diagnosed a sprained beard, a twisted ankle, and given him the day off work. The doctor had signed an accredited certificate of capacity to this effect, and Santa had sent a copy of the certificate and a worker's claim for compensation form to the Jones family as his employer. He assumed that the family would forward these documents to the State Work Cover Authority within the requisite 10 working days, and that in the absence of the Jones family having a managing insurance company to handle their work cover claims, one would be appointed for them by the authority. The Joneses, however, could not make hide nor hair of this paperwork, and thinking it was a very esoteric Christmas gift from Santa, they used it to line the budgie cage. (laughs) Time passed. 
As Santa had not received a dated decision letter rejecting his claim by the end of February, he assumed that his claim was deemed and accepted under the Act and proceeded to send the Jones family an account for his medical and like expenses and his lost weekly payments. Now, the medical and like expenses were small. Just a bandage for his ankle, a sling for his beard, some aspirin and some ice. However, the weekly payments request was enormous as Santa gained his entire yearly salary from one night's work, and this had been the night of his injury. A request for alternative dispute resolution and arbitration was submitted when the Jones family, after advice from a solicitor, stated that they would not pay any of the weekly payments or medical-like expenses associated with Santa's workplace injury as legally they were not Santa's employers. Further, it was not the Jones family's task to pass on Santa's claim for compensation to the state's work cover authority as he was clearly self-employed and was, from a legal standpoint, a contracted worker under the Act. Santa's own solicitors, who happened to be elves for some reason, countered with the documentation to prove that Santa was not a self-employed contract worker, but an employee of the Jones family. The documents consisted of a request for specific presents written by the Jones children that Santa's representation felt constituted an employment contract, and a cell phone picture of the milk and cookies left for Santa, which his tiny solicitors felt constituted payment for these services. The managing insurance company, who had been approached on behalf of the Jones family by the State Work Cover Authority, supported the idea that Santa was a self-employed contractor and also raised the point that perhaps this matter should fall under the purview of the Transport Accident Commission as it had been technically a vehicular mishap. <laughs> there was also a veiled inference to the fact that perhaps Santa's accident had been caused by the ingestion of too much eggnog. <laughs> A genuine dispute certificate was issued without the need for conference by the Alternative Dispute Resolution Officer commissioned to bring the parties to agreement, which meant that all parties' rights were protected and any party could take the matter to the Magistrates' Court within a reasonable amount of time as legislated by the Act. And to all a good night. The end. That sounds like the saddest Christmas ever. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. It's, it just seems so silly. The, it, the Christmas seems a bit silly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that was the, the difficulty, I think, in, in uh, preparing for this uh, podcast was you the, prepare for the, the notion yeah, the notion that, uh, would, that uh, it's, hard to, um, it's hard to talk about Christmas without, A, being very cliched. Too late. Um, because, you know, it's one of, my, one of my pet hates is the Christmas episode of a, of a TV series. Mm. It's like, uh, you know what? These people have to finish with the good, with the nice message. They have yeah. to. No matter how sarcastic they are, they're going to end up with the, you know, it's the same message, the same story, the same um, Christmas thing. And I, I'm, not, I'm not really into watching Christmas episodes in like March. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know they tend to get yet, out of sequence and in And can I say that the, the, the messages of those Christmas episodes are so insanely warped? Because yeah. essentially all the messages are always... Look, it's the time of year for understanding. Every fucking day should be the time of year for understanding. Why should there be this made-up holiday mm. where, yeah, yeah, we're understanding because of this arbitrary thing, yeah. but all the other days of the year we're cunts because fucking we've got Christmas coming up, yeah. so we'll just do good things then and they'll get me soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> Our discount prices mean your money buys right now. More of what you want, come in, we'll show you how. Hurry down today and buy the discount way. We're
prices are down, down, down. Mark? Well, regardless of faith or cultural background, the modern Christmas has become more than anything a time of togetherness. Mm. It's that special time of year that we reconnect and spend time with our families. Lovely. And to help you through this truly horrific time, (laughs) I've prepared a guide to the holidays. Uh, Sweet. And also politically correct. Now, these are, these are a few little tips that I've come up with that'll make your, make your holiday uh, time tolerable. I'm just getting a pen. <laughs> when you arrive at your family home, hand over a card explaining that you've taken a vow of silence for charity. <laughs> That's good. Or start a lively dinner table discussion by announcing your new sexual preference in graphic detail. <laughs> or perhaps a new and controversial opinion about somebody else's sexual preference. <laughs> Make the Christmas meal extra Christmassy by stuffing the turkey with pine needles and tinsel. (laughs) Why not add to the excitement of gift giving by creating a treasure hunt for a loved one? Hide a gift and prepare a treasure map that leads them to it. Perhaps the gift is in a cupboard. Perhaps that cupboard locks from the outside. (laughs) Gift ideas. DVD box sets. DVD sex bots. (laughs) It's fun to say. Individual cigarettes. These can be traded for better (laughs) gifts or used to buy protection. (laughs) Nothing says love like a gift that you've made yourself. So why not prepare a list of suggested New Year's resolutions for somebody? The end. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Very good. Um, There's some great tips in there, Spike. Thank you. As it is Christmas, guys, um, I got you presents. (gasps) Now, I'll assume that you also got me something. Yeah. Oh my god, we actually did this. Yeah, yeah I totally really because because totally. it would I'm be very gonna... disappointing if I had gone to the trouble of bringing presents and wrapping them and bringing them along and no one else had done this. I'm just going to go outside decide for about two because we discussed it at the meeting. I don't know if you remember yeah, earlier. Yeah, right. We we got, in fact it was Mark's idea. It was my so idea. you've got presents for us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Should I start though? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't I start, cunts? Um. <laughs> Uh, uh, Chris, yes. you're a um, you're a filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I got you this. Oh my god! I want you to open it they're, and on air. Real, real presents. Real presents. Oh my god, it's exciting. Oh my god, it's Highlander two, <laughs> the second one. <laughs> it's the quickening, which is where everything got a bit sticky. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do they make milk? Highlander 2, um, that represents to me, that is a re-gifted present. I'll just state that straight yeah, out of the box. And um, it was given to me by uh, a, a now um, ex-girlfriend. Uh, she, she said, look, I'm in a store and I'm buying a DVD for you for Christmas. And they're giving out a bonus DVD with it. Um, and I won't tell you what real DVD I'm buying you, but it was a good, it was a good DVD. Um, but you can have your choice of bonus DVDs. And I thought I'd better ring and ask you which bonus DVD you wanted. And then she listed off a list of films that could only be described as the most amazingly terrible list of films of all time. And then at the end said, oh, and Highlander. I went, oh, Highlander. All right, get me Highlander. And then on Christmas Day, opened it to find not Highlander. But Highlander 2. Because yeah. Highlander 1 was okay, but Highlander 2 is just awful. Yeah. So enjoy that. Yeah, thank you. Mark, because you're a music kian, mm-hmm. I, um, I got you a present. Thank you, James. It's my, my pleasure. Catch this actual reaction. 
so excited. It's a CD. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'd forgotten that Westlife existed. <laughs> and I certainly had forgotten that they had an album called Face to Face featuring such hits as I have Desperado. I have a cover. I, I, I regifted this as well. This is a genuine present I got from someone I hope is not listening. And um, uh, uh, can I say that their version of the Eagles Desperado oh, will make you long for the alt rock of the Eagles. Oh, no. <laughs> their version of Desperado is one of the funniest things I have ever heard. Uh, happy, happy Christmas, yeah, guys. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, James. No worries. Where's Thank w- you. So, Yours um, is so there's, it's in the uh, uh, mail. It got oh. the, the mail delivery well, systems have been. Uh, have well, been? hang on. I know. I know what we can do. What we can do is Christmas crackers. Yeah. One, one for each of you guys. So now you've got to, you've got to pull uh, them with each other. Nice. I like it. Cracking a the, cracker. Do we have to read the joke inside? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's the only way this is going to be entertaining. Oh, oh I got it. Okay. I won. I won. All right. All right. There's a hat. There's a hat. And what, what was the toy? Actually, not a bad toy. It's a piece of plastic. It's it's a boat with wheels. (laughs) That's been made by a sweatshop boy who doesn't know (laughs) what a boat is and has never seen the ocean. Ready for the joke? Yes. What do you call a horse in his pajamas? Anything you want. He can't understand English. (laughs) No. And the answer is also not... Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, right. What do you call a horse in his pajamas? A zebra. Ah. And then on the back it says, "Please help me. I'm trapped <laughs> in a sweatshop cracker factory." Yeah. There you are. You, there you guys, are, Chris. Hey. I, I have a tiny dinosaur. <laughs> what did you get in your cracker, though? Yeah. And um, let's see what the joke is. This is, where, uh, this is where Chris got his first two years of stand-up material. That's true. <laughs> uh, what do you call a train loaded with toffee? Uh, uh, it would it be something about chewing? Going a choo-choo. choo-choo! Yeah! A fudge packer. train. <laughs> yes. Can I just say to whoever designed these crackers, boats don't have wheels. Mm. It's very practical though, isn't it? Really? No, it's not at all. It's, you know, it, it made it, like, it, it's made it amphibious. Yeah. Instead of being a driver, now you're a captain. I'm the captain of this car boat. Are you the captain of your car, Chris? No. (laughs) No pilot. Um, So. You sure are. Did, uh, like, uh, did anybody, has anybody noticed, I saw saw a TV commercial the other day, you know the iPhone game Words with Friends? Yes. Yes. uh, Which is essentially Scrabble. Um, Shh. I, I think, I think they've, they've been very careful yeah. to make the distinction between Scrabble and words. But words it's identical words. Scrabble. Whoa. Um, they have some pretty key differences in the fact that the board's laid out slightly differently. <laughs> That's true. Different scores, I think. Slightly different, different so scores. So, words with friends. Uh, I've spoken Questionable I've, dictionary. I've, I've, I've uh, <laughs> spoken to my lawyers about this. Okay. Uh, they were elves yeah. uh, and <laughs> they don't exist. Sure. So, um uh, they Words with Friends have actually released a a a board game of Words with Friends for Christmas, so uh, you ooh. can anyway you can make of that what you like. Um, <laughs> there you are, there you are, folks at home. You can write your own joke. So uh, can I just say yeah. uh, for everyone listening, he didn't get that one out of a cracker. That was that that was pure Chris. Yeah, that was all Chris. Um, all Chris. For this episode, I was thinking about writing a nativity play. 
And oh. the, I, I thought about it and then I went, ah, it's, what can you do with that except yeah. be, you know... Um, Humorous? Derivative. 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 Um, and yeah, I know. Uh, it's not going to have robots or zombies or dinosaurs in it, really. Yeah. As far as I got was a naivety play, which is just uh, the, a story about the birth of Jesus where they didn't have any tea. Um, yeah, naivety, nativity. Anyway. Um, uh, and na- naivety? Uh, I, I, know what na- I know what naivety is. Yeah. I don't understand what that has to do with tea. Because yeah. the, the thing missing from nativity so, is a tea. So you, so you renamed something cleverly yeah. and then didn't and then understand made, And then made the lamest and then I, I didn't write anything. Because naivety is very clever because it's like people who believe in Jesus are yeah. a bit naive. That's it. But, you, but lack of beverage. I know. That was all I, that's all I had. That needs anyway, another, um, that needs so, another draft. See, in, in Australia, we celebrate Christmas in a very Western way and it's all a bit boring. Um, and it's become more streamlined and, you know, um, sort of commercial. And um, I remember when I was younger, uh, in the 1920s, um, uh, that they used to um, have a Christmas pudding and my mum would stick five-cent coins in it. Yes. Did you do this too, James? Uh, no, my, my grandparents used to do yeah. this. Yeah, such a strange tradition, really. You know, a very old to, British tradition. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. It is um, until uh, Australia um, changed its currency, and then the coins, the new coins, were actually quite a bit, quite toxic. Um, <laughs> but people kept doing it for yeah. a while. Yeah. Um, also, I think a lot of people chip their teeth. Yeah, eating, um, especially oh, children, because children don't really. They're not careful. They're just going, um, yeah. I need to eat. Or maybe it was just a way to get children to eat fruitcake, frankly. Um, uh, eat fruitcake carefully. Mm. But what you should do is stick like a 50 cent piece in because they're bigger in the house. Yeah, that's true. Hard that is true. But that's very expensive. See them coming. I, I, mean, I mean, who can afford to do but that? The other thing is, it's a hot cake. It's been boiled. It's been boiled. So all the metal is, is burning hot. Can I suggest that you reverse it mm. and this year at Christmas, you serve a fruitcake inside a wallet? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that, that's the sort of thing we need. Give the gift of a wallet of cake. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's safer and a little tastier. Um, and you carry it. Yeah. Want some cake? I have some in my cake pocket. Cake on the go. Um, you so can have your cake and eat it too with a cake wallet. On the tram. Um, oh, we got a market cake wallet. <laughs> I decided that I would point out some places in the world where I wouldn't want to have Christmas. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. Just to make just to make you feel better, if you if you think that, you know, chomping down on a five cent piece and cracking your teeth is bad. For example, in Finland, there's a tradition that people visit the cemetery on Christmas Day to visit the people who've died in the previous year, which sounds a joyous way to celebrate Christmas, but not a terrible way. Not terrible. There's I've, worse things. I've ordered these Surely. things from all right to ah, worst. Nice. Um can I uh, say what those people would need is a wallet of cake? Mm. Yeah. In Estonia, the uh, families head for the sauna. That's they go right. to the sauna. I'd it's do nice. that. That's pretty good. Uh, in Venezuela, people uh, go on roller skates to church. <laughs> they close the streets and people go to church on roller skates. Well, that sounds I'm not fun. kidding. Look it up. Um, and that is uh, in, it's, uh, in Caracas. In, uh, Car- How do you say that? Caracas. Caracas. In Japan, people reserve tables at Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's mm. a Christmas treat. But my favourite one is Austria, which you've probably heard of before, but uh, the Krampus. You've heard of the Krampus? No. It's a character. 
it's a it's a demon essentially mm-hmm. and from the 5th of December all the way to Christmas, it's kind of the antithesis of Santa Claus. And mm. it's designed to scare the shit out of children. So, mm. it is a scary demon and they have a parade uh, where the demon goes and terrifies children. And what the parents tell them is if the children aren't good all year, then the Krampus will come and abduct you and take you back to his lair in the mountains. Um, in a sack, I believe. In a sack, correct. In the, in the sack, which is... <laughs> Terrifying, terrifying. I mean, and still, still a popular tradition. <laughs> um, I think terrifying children to me makes more sense at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I Sounds think like more fun. Yeah. Um, they also uh, apparently drunkenly run around towns hitting people with sticks. How about uh, in the Netherlands? How about in the oh. Netherlands? In the Netherlands, There's some. Oh, they have a character called Black Peter. Yes, yeah, who. Peter. Uh, who gets on the blackface yes. and uh, oh, no. <laughs> Black Peter will take naughty children back to Spain yes. with him where yeah. Santa and Black Peter have some kind of all-year holiday house that they trap small children in. I got a um, Dutch Christmas card one year and it was the most borderline racist yeah. thing I've ever seen. The Afro and yeah. 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 I'm working up to my favourite favourite, but this is this is pretty cool. There is uh, in the uh, in Spain, Portugal, and Italy, um, they have a, tr- a Christmas tradition of when you set up a nativity scene um, that you have the Jesus, Mary, you have the three wise men, um, but you also have a character which is called a Kagena or a Shitter, and that is one character that is taking a crap in the corner. Um, <laughs> Uh, now, if you look them up on Google, there are some funny ones because the, recently they have actually started to use celebrities as the shitter. So, there's an Obama, Kagana, and there's a... Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, and they're a little figurine that just shits in the corner. And there is a little turd underneath in Catalonia. Uh, they have a thing which I can only describe as the pooping log, which Whoa. is what they describe it as a pooping log. It's called a... a a cagatio. And what they do is they hollow out a log and they fill it with stuff. <laughs> um, mm. Every day they fill it with delicious things. Uh, from every December, day? Yeah, from December the 8th. They, they, they feed it with lollies and stuff. Uh-oh. Um, and then they cover it with a blanket so it doesn't get cold. Mm. All right? Because it's cold. Mm. Catalonia. Yeah. Um, and then on Christmas Eve, they put it in fireplace and the children beat it with a stick until it poops out all the lollies <laughs> and they keep beating it until the final thing. Oh, and they sing a song um, that has lyrics such as, if you don't poop well, I'll hit you with a stick. Um, and then when it poops all of its candy, it gives one last push. I'm not sure how it gives one, one last push. This that's is a, Paul, that's a Paul Rabdul song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then an onion or a head of garlic will pop out and that's the end of the pooping log. Do they eat? Yeah, they eat the lollies that come out of the pooping log. But the worst, I think the worst place to be for Christmas ever was probably the United States of America <laughs> uh, in 1978 when... Mm-hmm. The Star Wars Christmas special oh. was played, 
and destroyed the souls of so many young people who loved Star Wars and then had everything destroyed. Have you seen the Star Wars Christmas special? No, I, I tried to watch it yeah. and I couldn't get through it. Yeah, no, you can't because it, the first 10 minutes are unbearable, mainly because it's, it's just following a Wookiee family and you don't understand anything they're saying and they're all <laughs> terrible caricatures of weird... And it's shot in a studio. It's like studio. It's, and there's not subtitles. It features B. Arthur... Um, As a Wookiee? No, that would have been believable. No, she's in later on. (laughs) Chewbacca's family, his father, Itchy, (laughs) his wife, Mulla, Uh and his son, Lumpy. 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 The guest band in the Christmas special was Jefferson Starship. Yep. So that would have to be my number one worst place to be at Christmas. Worst place and time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jesus. The the only thing that probably would top that yeah. is Christmas in say I don't know Bethlehem in the year zero, <laughs> yeah, right. where you're a child born into a stable full of fecal matter. Yeah, a little man in the corner with his pants. Yeah. President Obama <laughs> <laughs> taking a shit, and, and literally to a father so stupid he doesn't realise that his wife's just given it away. Yeah, as <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, yeah, Immaculate. I'm, I'm a virgin. What? 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 Crazy. I have. I, I, you guys have full of tips for Christmas. <laughs> for something. I have full of something. I only have one tip. The best, easiest, cheapest Christmas shopping is to be had in the stationary cupboard of where you work. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's there's someone at the door of our Christmas grotto. Oh. Let me go and open the door. And I, oh, oh, little carolers. Oh, yeah, we're carolers. Yeah, we've come to sing a song, etc. Okay, that'll do. That was my intro. That's good. a very good intro. Feel like painted a picture? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. It all started out so well. We're back in Bethlehem. A crowd of people gathered round and paid homage to them. They even scored some lovely presents from those three wise men. But that was six long months ago. Now Mary's on her own. To raise up this weird super kid and be his chaperone. And Joseph won't help out, he knows the kid is not his own. And the little baby Jesus won't stop crying. They're calling him a miracle, but Mary thinks they're lying. She needed several stitches after the virgin birth. Oh, Mary, she didn't even get to have sex first. And that's fucked up. So Mary does her best to raise this child that God has brought her But it's hard to bathe an infant who can walk upon the water And secretly she wishes that Jesus had been a daughter Then one day Jesus pees on her and Mary just goes mad She grabs the child quite roughly and calls God a deadbeat dad Just then the angel Gabriel appears and softly says Hey Mary Please don't shake the baby Jesus He's gonna be a saviour Mary Don't tear that to pieces God has sent these pills for you He made them in heaven Oh Mary Therefore your post-nativity depression Ah, oh, thank Lovely. you and if I can bring Christmas joy. Thank you, thank you, carolers. To, to, yeah, <laughs> thank, oh, thank you, Governor. Oh, Christmas tidings in your Yule logs and so forth. <laughs>
Well, that brings our special Christmas uh, edition of Theatre of the World to a close. We would like to thank everybody for listening to Season 1 uh, of the podcast. Thank you. And um, to say that we will be back in 2013 with a new uh, season of podcasts. So um, please check in with us uh, on uh, Twitter. Yeah, on the Twitter and like us on the Facebook. Like us on the Facebook. And, uh, and go to us on the website. Yeah, we yeah. love the website. It's theatreoftheworld.com. And subscribe to us on the on the iTunes, um, which is iTunes. Oh, you, you find iTunes. <laughs> Little I, big T. Uh, we hope that your Christmas is bearable. <sighs> yeah. We just hope it's bearable. Mm. We'll see I you. think that's the best we can do. Merry. Yeah, well, it's well, not. Merry. That's no. I'm just saying Merry. Just Merry. Yeah. Yeah, Merry, I guess. Yeah. I'm James. I'm Chris. Mark. Kill yourselves. <laughs> Find episodes and more at theatreoftheworld.com. Dark. <laughs> no, okay. I think it would keep people away from my car. This yeah. is the happiest Christmas podcast yeah. ever. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Everyone dies. And we all die alone. <laughs> Yeah. Ultimately. Ultimately. This is Man Bites God. This is Man Bites God.